the point of all this is hope runneth over because you really don't know how lucky you are. And now for something completely different. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Wherever you're listening and however you are listening, welcome back to the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. This is Dr. Tony Dufresne. I'm really glad to be back with you. I am a relationship coach and career counselor. And usually I deal with people anywhere from eh, typically 25 to 40 years old. I'm speaking today specifically about single at 30 is their hope. And I say this because most of my clients are in that age. Uh, The past three or four clients uh, have dealt with this same issue. They're not exactly 30, but pretty close. They've gotten through the 20s and they're in their this second chapter of their life looking for bigger and better things. And this is coming up. The reason why I've titled this Is There Hope, Single at 30, is because this is the narrative. This is what they come in and they ask me, uh, surprisingly, because, you know, at 56 now, I'm like, are you kidding me? What, what are you? You're, you're just a pup. I mean, there's so much. I mean, hell yeah, there's hope. But you can't really come out and say just that because obviously anybody can say that. Their parents probably have said that to them. And it doesn't stick. And it doesn't stick because there's nothing to work with. Uh, And this comes down to expectations and it comes down to reframing your reality. And I want to set an example of this uh, with a story about my seven-year-old granddaughter and myself playing Uno. Uh, She loves playing Uno. Uh, Every single time she comes over, usually it's once a week or so, we hang out and we play Uno. So this past week or two ago, We're playing, and she gets down to one card. And, of course, at seven, you're eh, fairly full of yourself, and she's throwing it out pretty hard. And uh, she starts doing a little bit of a celebration dance. And uh, then I threw out the draw four, which clearly did not go over well. And she got a little bummed out because she had a very high expectation of winning the game with one card left. So now she's got five, and we keep playing. And then I actually got a few more of the wild cards and she had to draw a lot more. I mean, she went from one card to probably 12. And in the process of getting all those cards, she got really bummed out and uh, murmured, I'm never going to win. And in that moment, I asked her, well, why do you feel this way? Interestingly enough, she indicated the reasons why she felt that way was because of a conversation that she had with her friend. And her friend was, they were talking about the game and talking about, and apparently I think they were playing it and one had a bunch of cards and the friend had indicated if you have more than a certain amount of cards, you never do win because it's just too many cards. So she got it stuck in her mind because of what her friend said that if she has over a certain amount of cards, she'll never win the game. And what made it worse was a few more plays into it. I got down to one card, yelled out my Uno. And she came back and said, see, I told you, you're going to win. Okay, that's it. I, I quit. Let's start over. And not, to, not that I'm lab ratting my seven-year-old granddaughter, but I thought, well, let's see if this works out, hopefully, in a way that it'll be a good teaching moment. At that point, I said, let's just keep playing and see how it plays out. Now, for the record, between you and me, 
I am not the type that like lets the kids win just to win, right? Just to pump them up. I don't not play the same card because I think that kids should learn that sometimes they don't win. So I'm not throwing the game at all. I'm down to one card. She's bummed out, says she wants to quit, wants to start over. And I suggested, no, let's play it out and see what happens. Well, five, six, seven moves into it. Things radically shift and she wins the game. On a personal note, the hardest thing in the world is not to just grind on that lesson in that moment. Thinking that, you know, the more you press it, the more it's going to stick, which in actuality is the opposite. They need to internalize that particular moment and define it on their own terms instead of you saying, I told you so, or see what I did or all that kind of stuff, which actually makes it worse because usually kids tune you out and then they'll tune themselves out in the moment. So just let it go. Let it go. Let her learn her thing. It's all good. So how does my granddaughter and me, how does our Uno game relate to being single at 30? Well, let's just see what she went through in terms of her mindset. She had these certain expectations that she set in her mind, like getting down to one card and winning. And that was clouding her reality. The reality of that may or may not be the case. So she set these expectations. And when the expectation wasn't met, she was super bummed. She also decided to believe her friend because her friend told her that you can never win if you have over a certain amount of cards. So what she did was she bought into another person's expectations. And when that didn't pan out, that was actually like piling on along with her own expectations and made it even worse. And that is when she got to the point where she said she quit. And all of this was because there was a flawed mindset. It was a misinterpretation of reality and how things work or how they can work. Uh, which is a flawed mindset, which kept her locked in and created those emotional triggers to make it a very not fun game for her in the process. So how that relates to being single at 30 or in your 30s and having this sense of there's no hope, well, this is exactly what you're doing. You have the same thing. It's an expectation issue. It's an inaccurate reality issue. And it's a flawed mindset issue. It's the same thing. You have a shared mindset with a seven-year-old playing Uno. It's not a bad thing. Just saying, understand the process. The point of all this is hope runneth over. Because you really don't know how lucky you are. You've survived your 20s. Because your 20s are an extended adolescent period. Now, if you've gone to college, I always consider college an incubator. It's the, it's the time between being in high school and just being an idiot or living with your parents or whatever the case may be, and then coming out of it and being like on your own but not on your own because college is very structured and you still have expectations from other people and the whole institution and you're allowed some space to learn and grow through your process and through some very boneheaded mistakes that you will make and and bad choices that you will make during those particular years in your 20s. So you've gone through this extended adolescent decade and you survived, so congratulations. Relationships during your 20s or during that time are built on the pillars and the foundations of what your expectations are. But like I have just indicated A lot of those are not very strong or they're built on other people's expectations or what they've told you should be a part of a positive or a healthy relationship, which may or may not work for you. And we've seen that over and over. What works for some people doesn't work for others. 
going through the extended adolescent period in your 20s, there's an authentic issue that comes into play because you're still in it. And it's no fault of your own. It's just because you're just learning yourself and you're learning how to navigate and you're learning about relationships and how the world works and uh, how to survive. And there are a number of things that you don't know yet. And the problem is if you start a relationship in your 20s, it's built on these pillars that are not necessarily the strongest pillars you can build a relationship on. That's why you are actually in an amazingly great position right now. And for you YouTube viewers, I made a little diagram and it's called the 20s funnel to your 30s. And the funnel includes the things that you learn in your 20s through the process of just, you know, getting out there and being an idiot. You learn a higher level of responsibility and accountability because as you go through your 20s, you start your own life, you're living on your own, you're sharing food with your roommate that always takes your food, uh, you're, you, you need to do certain things more on yourself. There's a higher level of independence that comes with the, that growth process and growing up. There's also a higher level of understanding how things work with yourself and with the outside world and how you, you kind of both work together or don't work together. Now, I'm not saying that once you hit 30, you know everything. That is not the case at all. And there are so many lessons that I learned in my 30s and so many lessons I learned in my 40s and so many lessons I'm learning right now. That's not the point. The point isn't that by the time you're 30 or 30-ish, you have it. You got it figured out. That's not the point. The point is that you're a lot further along now, hopefully, than you were in your 20s and that you can use all of that information. You can use the knowledge that you have, the higher level of understanding that you have, the clarity, the awareness to create stronger pillars, stronger foundations, have a higher sense of self-worth and self-possession in choosing a relationship that will have a stronger foundation. So the exercise here is all about reframing your game. I'd like you to picture your favorite beach, wherever it happens to be. And picture that there is a your, the parking lot you pull into, or if there's no parking lot, you know maybe you know, the trailhead uh, before you walk down to where your beach is. And picture a big blue dumpster there. Now picture the dumpster hasn't been dumped in a while and it's full of trash and it's stanky and there's flies and it's just, it's a mess. You can look at the dumpster because it's in right next to the beach or you can take like a half turn and look at the most beautiful place that you know of that exists in the world or your favorite beach. Both of those realities exist in the same place, in the same reality. And that is the perfect metaphor in life. And it's about reframing. So make a list of the dumpster first. You know, I'm too old. I'm out of shape. All the good ones are taken. You know, I'm a troll. Nobody wants me. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't bring anything to the table. Make a list of all of those things that you're dealing with right now. Then make a list of what you know now that you didn't know in your 20s that you can bring to the table in a more healthy, rounded relationship, which means accept your flaws, accept who you are and the fact that you are still learning and growing. You're not done and you're and that's okay. And you also know more. Remember, you're older. You have a deeper understanding of things and yourself. You know more about what you want and what you don't want. You have a better sense of direction, a clearer priority list for yourself and for your teammate. That is it. I hope things are good.
If you have any problems, if you're going through this right now and you need a little extra help, you can reach me at Tony at JavaBud.com, J-A-V-A-B-U-D. If you want to listen to any of the multitude of podcasts I have, and if they're not on the platforms that you're listening, you can go to sbirpodcast.com. I hope things are good. I will talk to you next week. 